Let's go to the word of God this morning. Thank you, Father, for your spirit and helping us. Hallelujah. And I want to speak about your faith. I'm talking about your faith. Do you hear the one who's at home? I'm talking about your faith. I hope by now, with all that is happening in the world, you, have, you do not need anyone to tell you that times have changed. And things are never the same, will, are never the same and will never be. Things have changed. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, scripture which is repeated actually, uh, we find it four times in the scriptures, one uh, in the Bible, one in, in, uh, in uh, Old Testament and three other times in the New Testament. And that tells you of the emphasis of this scripture. In Habakkuk 2, 4, it says, Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Can you say it, please? But the just shall live by his faith. Can you say it again? But the just shall live by his faith. In Romans 1.17, talking about the gospel, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, say it, the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3.11 But that no, no, that no one is justified by law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. And in Hebrews 10.38 Now come on. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back my soul has no pleasure in him. Now when God in his word repeats the scriptures that much, you ought to pay attention to that scripture. It's an emphasis. And you know, God doesn't stammer. Whatever he says, that's it. It's, it's, it's the emphasis and God expects you, a believer, to live by faith. He expects you to have faith. Your faith in him. And in Matthew, and you'll find that in several scriptures in the Bible, you find that Jesus speaking to different individuals and telling them, your faith, your faith has made you whole. And you find other scriptures, you find him saying that according to your faith. So he expects us to have faith. And, and sometimes, believers, you think like all the responsibility is upon God. You've heard it being said that we leave it all to God. Really. He gave you dominion. When he created man on earth, he said, let us create man in our image and in our own likeness. Uh, let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. And I'm going to continue next week probably in what you, we have been speaking for the last two to Sundays. But then I wanted today I sense that it's important for me to speak about your faith. Your faith. Then in Matthew chapter chapter 9 verse 1 and 2 uh, talking about Jesus he got into a boat crossed over and came to his own city. Then behold they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed when Jesus saw their faith. When Jesus saw their faith. Not when he saw that they had faith, they had his faith, 
he says, he, he saw, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. What does, does that mean? If you are acting by faith, it will be visible. It will be visible. People will be able to see that you are acting by faith. And in Matthew, the same, chapter 9, 2022, and suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around and when he, has, he saw her, he said, be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well and the woman was made well from that hour. Your faith has made you well. I think, I hope you, every one of us saw, know the, 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 the story of this woman. The Bible says, I think it should be Mark, he says that, uh, he says that Jesus felt that power had gone out of him. I left him. And Jesus didn't say that uh, my power has made you well. He said, your faith. Your faith has made you well. Your faith activates the divine power to work on your behalf. On your behalf. That's what faith does. It activates what is available, the divine power to work in your, to work in your behalf. And then in Matthew chapter, chapter 9, verse 27, still 29, 27 to 30, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. When you say that son of David they are talking about, remember they are Jews, they are talking about you are the Messiah. They are talking about covenant. Son of David, you are the Messiah. You are the one that was promised to come and he uses, he uses the word have mercy on us. The mass of God blind opens the, the eyes of the blind. The mass of God delivers people. The mass of God forgives us all our sins. The Bible talks about the mass of God in Ephesians chapter 2. But God, who's rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even while we are yet sinners, he delivered us. He forgave us. He raised us up together with his son Jesus Christ. So he says, they say, they, they are crying, saying, the Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to, to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. What happened? And their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, see that no one knows it. And their eyes were open, but he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. Do you believe that in the midst of the crisis and the pandemic, that your business, that your finances, that your health can get better and better and better? And Jesus is according to your faith. Do you believe in the midst of the crisis, 
that if you are for business, customers are coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is speaking to people to bring to you. Do you believe that? Yes. Jesus said this, according to your faith, Amen. receive. According to your faith. If you sing the song of the world and with the world, that's what happens according to your belief system. But I believe we have some believers here today. I believe we have some believers back there at home. Hallelujah. But what, what look at this in verse, uh, in Romans chapter 10, as if I can lay, I don't know if we're laying a foundation. In 25 minutes, you don't lay a foundation. You set the foundation, you cast it, you release it, it builds up. And you start up. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 8 says, uh, talking about faith, but what does it say? The righteousness of faith. If you read from verse 10, you'll find that. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Faith is in two places, in your mouth and in your heart. Faith is in two places, in your mouth and in your heart. What is in your heart during this time? Are you feeding your faith? Are you speaking words of faith? I think church ought to grow stronger and stronger during this time. You, you see, like last evening, Tina and I watched a bit of news, and we saw that there were fast flights coming over to our nation, international flights. And... Natural people, they have missed their relatives. They took all the risks to leave their nation and to come to another nation. Mostly natural people. I think the church ought to rise up and get to the house of the Lord and use their faith. Are you speaking about me, pastor, because I'm at home? You listen to the Lord. Natural people. In fact, we saw one, one lady, white lady. She, she, she was asked, so she said, she was asked, so you coming back? She said, yes, I, can't, I couldn't wait to come back to Kenya to see my friends. What about the church? What about believers? Where is your faith? Natural people can take steps. Believers ought to take not just natural steps, supernatural steps and see things through the word of God and declare things by the word of God and activate their faith to see the will of God being done through their lives, in their lives, in their family's life and stay strong and strong and stronger and for the voice of the church to be heard all over the nations of the world as people who have dominion. Where is your faith? Colossians 3.16, remember I say this, uh, that, that faith is in, your, in two places, in your mouth and in your heart. In Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. If it dwells in your heart richly in all wisdom, this is what will happen. It will come out of your mouth. 
and it will have power. It's faith activated. The woman with the issue of blood say this, if I can only. If I can only. She said, if only I may touch his garment. What does it mean? She released her faith. It was in her heart and she kept saying, if I can only, if I can only touch his garment, I shall be made whole. And Jesus saw her faith and she says this, your faith has made you well. Well, where is your faith? Faith comes uh, by hearing and hearing God's word. It comes by hearing. You find that in, a, in, in a Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And there are some instances that Jesus in the Bible, talking with his disciples, he asked them, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Where is your faith? What have you been speaking in these times? What have you been expecting? I keep saying this. It seems like from this, it seems like God specializes in blessing his people during difficult times, during famine times. That's why you have to, to get to the word of God and listen to this. And don't allow complacency to come, to come in. Complacency. Just if you, are not, if you are not aware, this actually, what we have seen in the last three months and, and we've seen it uh, kind of evolving, if I was to use that word, is an attack to the church. The believers in Christ. We know the one behind it is the devil. And you know what? It's so easy to get used to some way of things. That has happened the last three months. And that's why you hear statements even from believers that you may get back into our normalcy. Or a new normal. Is that what they have been saying? No? To live with a disease. No, please. I'm using my faith. You ought to use your faith. You ought to feed your faith with the word of God. Until it grows stronger than natural circumstances. Than anything that you'll ever face. That your faith grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And the Bible says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So in Luke 8, 25, now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat, talking about Jesus with his disciples, and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. This to me is like this. 2020 is your year for supernatural increase. Now it comes way before the month of March. That's like Jesus telling his disciples, let us go to the other side. And they launched out, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. Have you wondered sometimes, like, God, have you been sleeping since March? Don't you know that things are happening? No, no, no. He doesn't sleep, no slumber. 
But, but this one actually uh, displays the Jesus humanity. He's a man anointed by God. And then a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling, they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. What a bad statement. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and they also come. But he said to them, what do you say? What did he say? Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. Where is your faith? Listen, this is God asking, Where is your faith? means this. He expected them to have gotten faith in them, to have had faith in them. If they had, because remember this, he couldn't have asked them for something that he didn't know they had the ability to have or to possess. That's why he asked, where is your faith? So can I ask you something? Where is your faith for the supernatural increase in 2020? Has it gone away with the coronavirus or yours is, is stable? Is unmovable? Has it gone away with the unpaid leave or yours is stable? Huh? Did it go with unpaid leave? Or yours is unstable, you are stable, you're still having right there. Hallelujah. Where is your faith? Say, my faith is in my heart. And it's in my mouth. 2020 is my year for supernatural increase. I believe it. I speak it. I have it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But without faith, Hebrews 11.6, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. No matter how circumstances are, you have to keep your faith alive. Your faith strong. I remember going to the Bible school and... Uh, of course, I didn't have any money. And then I, I gave some recommendations, you know, some, uh, what do you call them? Uh, you give for, for people to give reference concerning you. And I gave to a certain pastor and a certain friend of mine. And then he said, uh, I, uh, no, I didn't know because it's private and confidential. So that was the year 2000. Then, of course, I joined the staff, and I had access to those files in 2003, I think 2002. And I saw one of the, refer the referee say this, uh, I think he's walking in assumption. Can you imagine that's the person you thought that he's saying, yeah, we believe that he's going to make it through the Bible school. He's, making, he's, wa he's walking in assumption, 
uh, he, has, he needs to learn some doctrines. But all through, I got to realize this pastor thought it was so assumptuous for me to go to a Bible school paying about $1,750 when I couldn't even have 50 shillings in my pocket. But I was not walking in any kind of assumption. God has spoken me to me. I went to the word of God, faith. I kept building up my faith, and I, le- I left that Bible school debt free. Debt free. That's not assumption. That's faith. And I kept saying it, and I kept saying it, and I kept believing it, and I kept saying it, and it kept rising up. I graduated without any Dead whatsoever. I went home with my diploma. And he changed me. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Therefore, say, I choose to be God pleaser. I choose the faith, the faith life. I choose to be God pleaser. I choose the faith life. You must build up your faith. You must get into the world on a daily basis. You choose anything, you, you refuse anything else except the word of God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. I want to read something here from the Passion Translation. Ephesians chapter 5. Come on now, what did I do? Ephesians I hope I'll be able to get it. It's taking long over here. Ephesians 5, in verse, uh, from verse 14, that's the Passion Translation. Take this to heart. This is an admonition to your believer. From verse 14, he says this. This is why the scriptures say, Arise, you sleeper. Rise up from your coffin. And the anointed one will shine his light into you. Say, O me. Arise, you sleeper. Rise up from your coffin. And the anointed one will shine his light into you. Keith Green, I I, I like the song of Keith Green. He says, uh, the, the world... Is sleeping, is the, the, the church is sleeping in the light while the world is sinking in darkness. I hope I got it right. And then he says this, why would you be this dead? Jesus rose from the dead, from the grave, and you, you cannot rise up even from your bed. So be very careful, verse 15, how you live. Not be like those with no understanding, but live honorably with the true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Church, listen to that. Live honorably with the true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage of every day. That's why this one hour, we take full advantage of it. As you spend your life for his purposes. I don't live foolishly. 
for then you will have the, you you will have discernment to fully understand God's will and don't get drunk with wine which is rebellion instead be filled with the fullness of the holy spirit and your hearts will overflow with a joyful song to the lord jehovah keep speaking to each other with words of scripture singing the psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the spirit always always why how many times always give thanks to father god for every person he brings into your life in the name of our lord jesus christ i give thanks to god the father for you i give thanks to god the father for you watching us from home and out of your reverence for christ be supportive of each other in love but you know the, the main one starts there arise you sleeper start up your faith start up your faith how is your faith have you feeding your faith with the word of god start up your faith with god's word refuse to slumber to sleep Remo refuse to be complacent that whatever goes it goes or whatever comes that's fine no i have faith in god i have faith was i go to the word of god i build up my faith day day after day day after day i choose to walk in love because faith walketh by love i choose to stand by faith in whatever situation you may be facing a difficult situ a difficult situation but church if you start building up your faith do you know what will happen the greater one living inside of you will rise up you will start seeing things from his perspective and nothing is impossible to them who believe nothing nothing listen you know the only one facing challenges you know the only one and you have to choose then i'm going to stay strong i'm going to do whatever it takes to study the word of god i'm going to do whatever it takes to wake up early or when 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 we are recording doing our recordings on 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 saturdays and then at 10 o'clock on sunday tina and i having been in the service on saturday tina and i 10 o'clock sharp will sit we are ready for the service and we have our holy communion and we'll sit watch the preacher the preacher watching the preacher <laughs> the one who spoke but listen i had to con we had to make up our, our decisions or mind that we are going to connect with other members of the body but you know actually there are some believers who have not been doing that L listen to this if you want to improve your life and you improve your life of faith you have to create discipline concerning things that you do you don't say i will do it later you establish this is my time with god you must develop a routine parents 
For you to be successful in that home, right? dealing with those children and they're not going to school, develop a routine for them. You can't leave them, do they say, hey, wire, and expect any order. Disorder equals to much disorder. Order brings in order. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what you do, church. You, you set a routine. You set a routine concerning Sunday. We have an opportunity to have 100 people over here. You set a routine. That's Sunday. I'm going to do it in the name of the Lord. It's one hour, but I'm going to be church in church for one hour, and I'm going to activate my faith. Amen. 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 At least every, 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 every Sunday that we stay at home, I woke up and I brushed my teeth. I combed my hair. I didn't wear a suit on that Sunday, but I felt more casual sitting at the house and watching. Why is that so? You must activate your faith. You must have that routine. You must rise up early and believe God to do his work through you in that, in that day and go out and minister to others with the love of God. Will you please stand up on your, on your feet and just lift up your hands. Hallelujah. Let's pray to, together and believe God. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for faith through your word. You sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all our destruction. Father, thank you for every single person that has been called into this ministry, into this church. Pastor Carl and I standing as their pastors. We release faith for their protection. We release faith for their provision. We speak to their faith to rise up within them. To rise up within them to rise up from any kind of complacency and to stand by faith on the promises of God. Father, we speak your blessing upon your people. Every single person who's been called into this ministry, we proclaim the blessing of God over them in the name of Jesus. And as you've gotten into this new month of August, release that pastoral covering, protection, the supernatural call or office of God released upon you that the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus upon the homes of your people. And we speak that Psalm 91 upon the homes of your people, upon the work of their hands, upon everything you have called them to do, we speak the blessing of God and the protection of God. And we charge angels of our covenant and we take authority over every work of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Shalom. You are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.